Welcome to A New Creation. I am Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. For this age, God is unveiling to us through mysteries, weapons of war. So we're to pay close attention to what God is saying. And we're to be careful how we hear him. In Mark chapter 4, verses 24 and 25, and I'm going to read the New Living Translation version of the scripture. It reads, Then he added, and this is Jesus speaking, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding that they have will be taken away from them. Did you hear that? Although Jesus was speaking to an audience of people who came to hear him that day, he's speaking to us clearly these same words. He's saying, pay close attention to what you hear. That means what you hear coming from him. And also what you hear coming from other voices. Because you have to make sure that when you're listening to his voice, that you want to have greater understanding. And then he says, the greater your understanding from when you hear him, you'll receive even more understanding. So it's important that we spend time with the Holy Spirit so that we will hear from the Holy Spirit what Jesus is saying. And he contrasts that with those who are not listening, those who are not listening to his word and those who are not listening to him. He's saying that the little understanding that they do have will be taken away from them. So you can even lose what you do know in terms of God and the things of God. And even things in general that God is showing us through the Lord Jesus when we decide that we don't want to listen. That means even the little understanding we have will be taken away. See, in these times, we must discern, study, and test the spirits, whether they be of God. See, the way we fight has changed. And we must adjust to the new way of waging war, or we'll perish. See, when a sovereign nation prepares to wage war, It tests its new weapons, and it tests these weapons before the battle. As I meditated on this statement when the Holy Spirit gave this statement to me, he brought to to my mind unique weapons. And the way he gave these weapons to me, he said that these were weapons that revolutionized how warfare is waged in the 21st century, which is in our time. And for example, the new weapons that he gave me, one of the examples is the stealth fighter. Now, the stealth fighter was unveiled during the time that President George W. Bush was president. And that stealth fighter, it's an aircraft that can't be seen on radar. It's actually a black aircraft. and it's stealth, it's undercover, it can't be seen by radar. 
Another weapon that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention was the bunker buster. And that's a bomb that goes deep into the ground or rock and it, ex it explodes underground. And it's actually used to destroy bunkers. That's why it's called bunker bus busters. Because sometimes you have your opponent to go underground in tunnels. And that's what happened recently, a few weeks ago, when the Israeli and the Palestinians were at war. There were some fighters, some soldiers that had gone underground. And Israel actually used the, the bunker buster to get them out from underneath there to use they used it as a weapon another unique weapon that we have for war for this century for this time is called ransomware it's spelled r-a-n-s-o-m-w-a-r-e and what ransomware is is a type of malicious software designed to block access to your computer system until a sum, sum of money is paid that's why they call it ransom you actually have, we had it with the pipeline recently, when there were hackers who went, in, who went into the pipeline, the system for the pipeline, and disrupted it. And what happened was many people, many thousands of, of motorists on the East Coast of the United States could not, they didn't have access to, to oil. They couldn't get oil. They couldn't get gas for their, for their automobile. And so it really disrupted part of our nation because of that pipeline. So in this particular case, it was ransomware. There were people who actually use software as a, as a way of waging war. See, we have to know how to respond. Now, these are natural things that I just told you about, natural ways that people are waging war against one another. Nations are waging war against one another. And just like it is in the natural so it is in the spirit. So we, by the spirit of God, we are to wage war and win by being equipped with our new weapons, our new weapons of war that the Holy Spirit is teaching us how to wage war using those weapons and win. See, for us in waging war in this new era, in this new age, it will be a prophetic move. In other words, it will be the word of God fueled by the spirit of God. That will be how we wage war and how we win this war that we're facing. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation is building from within. In Jude chapter 1 verse 20, and I'm going to read the amplified version of the scripture. It reads, but you beloved, build yourselves up. On the foundation of your most holy faith, continually progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit. See, this scripture is teaching us how we are to wage war. And it is in the preparation for war, in the time that we're not in warfare. It's the times that we are to build ourselves up. So, this scripture, it really describes how we, as people who are believers in the Lord Jesus, who have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, how we are to wage war in the 21st century and beyond, really. And it instructs us that, first of all, we are to build ourselves up, or the foundation has to be our holy faith, our faith in God. 
And when we do that, when we build our faith in God, and that's through his word, studying his word, meditating on his word and decreeing his word over our lives and, and trusting and believing that what he has spoken over our life will indeed come to pass. See, God lets us know in the book of Jeremiah, when he's speaking to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter one, and he's commissioning Jeremiah for his, his particular office of prophet. He said he watches over his word to perform it. In other words, God says, when I speak something, when the word, when my word or the word of God comes out of your mouth, I watch over it and I hasten it. I speed it up to perform it. And so when we declare and we decree the word of God, because remember, I said, we're going to wage this war from a prophetic move. It's going to be a prophetic move of God. When we're speaking the word of God and by his spirit, he's fulfilling it and he's working. He's, we see the impact of his words through our lives and what we decree and what we declare. And they indeed come to pass. And so through that, this scripture tells us, Again, in the book of Jude, chapter one, verse 20, and I read the Amplified version, it tells us that as we do that, we will rise up like an edifice. An edifice is something that, that grows up above those other, those other buildings. You'll see a building in the area and then you'll see a building that rises up is higher than the rest of it, of the other buildings. So we'll be like an edifice that's getting higher and higher, which means that we're growing in maturity in our relationship with God. We're growing in maturity in our understanding of the word of God and the things of God so that when we see things that are taking place in our community, in our world, in our nation, in the nations of the world, we have a greater understanding of how to respond to things and how not to respond to other things because we're building up our most holy faith in God. And he is teaching us, he is driving us, he is strengthening us. And it means that he is building us from within, talking about building from within. This is an example of us actually building our most holy faith, our faith in God from the inside out. See, what we're doing is we're building upward from the inside our inward parts, the inside of us, those things that you don't see, because that's why Jesus says the kingdom of God is within us. It's not something that you will see by observation on the outside. We just see things that are manifesting in, in the physical realm, in the natural realm, and say that's those are the things of God. He said, no, the kingdom of God is within you. So it's within us how we respond to things. It's how the Holy Spirit teaches us. It's how we actually manifest the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. It tells us the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, temperance, self-control. Those are what we are building from the inside out because it's from the Spirit of God himself. So it's the Spirit of God building our faith in God. And the foundation, our foundation, the foundation of who we are is being strengthened and is being strengthened in him. And that is also achieved through praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying 
the mysteries, when you pray in by the spirit, you pray in the spirit, or you, and some people refer to it as praying in tongues. Those of you who pray in tongues, you're strengthening your spirit, man, because your, your spirit is speaking to the spirit of God. And that is another way that we strengthen our faith. We build our holy faith. Talking about building from within. See, the Holy Spirit is equipping us and preparing us ahead of time for what is to come. Those things that are will be coming before us in the future. Because I often say this, and the Holy Spirit always gives me this same utterance. The future is now. When you pray, don't pray from where you are right now or your circumstances right now. But pray based on what God has shown you for your future, based on what your future looks like. That's how we pray. And that's how things begin to be transformed. And we build from the inside, our most holy faith, build from what the Lord has shown us to build from. In Psalm 127, and I'm going to read verses 1 and 2, and it's the English Standard Version of the Scripture, and it reads, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives his beloved sleep. In other words, unless what you're building in your life, the Lord is building it. You are, you are laboring, you are working, you are toiling in vain. In other words, you're toiling and there will be no good outcome. You will continue to toil, you will continue to work, you will continue to labor, but your outcome will not be that which God has given you. See, some people measure success based on how much money they have, where they live, where they work, the things of this life. And those are things they can build with their own hands. Those are things they can build without God. Because there are principles or laws that operate in the earth. That God, remember the word of God says that God, he reigns on the just and the unjust. So God blesses those who are of his household, of his of his faith, those who believe in him, as well as those who don't believe in him, if they're doing those principles in the earth that bring prosperity. In other words, there can be two people. One person believes in the Lord Jesus. The other person, let's say, is an atheist, doesn't believe in the Lord Jesus. But if they both go to college, they both get a, 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 a an, an education. Let's say if they don't go to college, but they both are working and they're thriving. They have good jobs. They're good citizens of whatever nation they're in. They take care of their families. Those sort of principles, those actions will yield a good outcome in terms of they will live on their standards a successful life because they will have a good job. They will have a home. Let's say they bought themselves a home. They bought themselves a car. They send their children to colleges, etc. But yet, in God's eye, if he is excluded in all of this, those things that they're building they are laboring in vain because remember every soul on the pl on the planet 
on the face of the earth will stand before the Lord Jesus one day and give account to how they live this life. And that will determine their destiny, their ultimate destiny, not on this side of eternity, but the other side of eternity. And so you can be a person who is an atheist, who is a billionaire who's an atheist. But yet, if you have not built any of that with the Lord Jesus, you're going to leave all of this just as the person who knows God will leave all of this. But your outcome will be very different. The person who lived for the Lord Jesus, when they stand before the Lord Jesus, he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful a few things. Come and I'll make you ruler over many. And though, and though they lived a life with less material things as the other person who did not know the Lord Jesus, they had a very different outcome in the end. And there will be an end for all of us. It's appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment, that's every human being on the face of the earth. So what am I saying? I'm saying as the scripture, Psalm 127 teaches, unless what you're building in your life, God is building it. He's building it through you. All of the work in the toil you're doing will amount to nothing in the end. It will have no value. It has no eternal value. Talking about building from within. See, God wants us to submit, therefore, to him. If we submit everything we have to him, he said, resist the devil and he will flee from you in that same scripture. And in that scripture, it says it begins with submitting, therefore, to God. And that's how you resist the devil and the devil will flee from you. Because if everything you have is submitted under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the devil has no, he has absolutely no legal way to destroy those things. He can cause heartache. He can irritate us. He can even attack us. But ultimately, if God is building it, it will sustain those attacks of the enemy. Talking about building from within. In the book of Acts, chapter 26, verse number 18, and it's God's word translation of the scripture. It reads, now this is the apostle Paul speaking to King Agrippa. He's speaking to King Agrippa about his experience with the Lord Jesus and what the Lord Jesus said to him. It reads, you will open their eyes. This is what the Lord Jesus said to Paul. And Paul is relaying this message to King Agrippa and the people who were there before him. You will open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from Satan's control to God's. Then they will receive forgiveness, their sins of their sins, and share among God's people who were made holy by believing in me. Did you hear that? God had the Apostle Paul speak to King Agrippa and other leaders at that time. And as he was speaking to them, they were in Greece then, as he was speaking to them, he shared this statement about what the Lord Jesus said his commission would be, the Apostle Paul's commission would be. And it was that he will open their eyes, people who were willing to hear, who were willing to submit to the Lord. And he would turn them from darkness to light and from Satan's control to God's. 
There are actually people, and the world system is this way, the Bible teaches us this, who are under Satan's control and they don't know it. But because of our commission, the assignment that the Lord Jesus has given us, for us to let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and they glorify our Father that's in heaven. When when people see Christ in us through their interactions with us, and like the Apostle Paul is sharing here, sharing the good news of the gospel, who the Lord Jesus is, it takes away the control of the enemy from them if they open their heart, and God will come in. And then they will first they'll receive forgiveness for their sins. And then they'll have an opportunity to become a member of God's family by believing in the Lord Jesus. Talking about building from within. See, when you catch what God reveals to you, there is a witness in your spirit. It means that when God reveals who he is to you and reveals your purpose and your assignment and reveals how you can draw people to him through whatever it is he gives you, through whatever means he gives you to draw people, whatever environment you're in, to draw people to yourself and not you personally, but draw people to you as you point them to him. When you catch what God reveals to you, that witness comes in your spirit, what he has said and how it applies directly to your life. See, then you live it out. And when you live it out, the things that God is revealing to you, you see what you've never seen before, you hear what you've never heard before, and you understand what you've known, you've never known before. And that's when a transformation takes place. See, this statement that I just said to you, the Holy Spirit gave me this statement. This is coming from him. It is is his speaking to us. And I'm going to repeat it again. When you catch what God reveals to you, there's a witness in your spirit of what he has said and how it applies directly to your life. You then live it out and you see what you've never seen before. You hear what you've never heard before. And you understand what you've not known. As transformation takes place, talking about building from within. And when this happens, then God builds. He builds his house. He builds who you are from the inside out. See, the only way that we can experience this, if we submit, and when we submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, everything changes. Everything changes. We're transformed and we're really translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And in the kingdom of light, in God's kingdom, there's illumination, there's understanding, there's revelation. And that's how God is building us from the inside out, building from within. I want to speak to those today who never thought about there's a God who loves them. And who would like to build them from the inside out to make them more like him. And if you are hearing this message today and you're drawn to hear more and you desire something different in your life, 
Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for speaking to me today through this message, building from, from within. God, I want you to build my character, to build who I am. I want you to build me just like the Lord Jesus, so I will be like him. I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross, and I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I know now that he lives and he's in heaven with you. Please save me today, Heavenly Father. Please save me, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Next month, which will be in a, in really will be next week, will be one year that Phyllis is a new creation has been on the air. I call it on the air, but been delivered to you through this podcast. And God has been very good to fill us this new creation. We have almost 4,000 people who've heard, who've downloaded fill us this new creation. And the number of people who are downloading it is growing every day. Ever since Phyllis' New Creation has, has been shared, I've been sharing Phyllis' New Creation, there have been those of you who've asked how they can help. They've asked to have an opportunity to contribute to Phyllis' New Creation. So beginning next week, for those of you who want to contribute, who want to donate to Phyllis' New Creation, I will give you different ways in which you can sow seed into Phyllis' New Creation and ensure that we continue to teach people how to apply the word of God to their very their everyday life and their very existence and their very destiny lies in the balance of those who don't know him. But when they hear this message or message from Phyllis' new creation, then the Lord will speak to them and their lives will be changed forever. You can hear Phyllis' new creation and find it in Google Podcast. Just search for Phyllis's P H Y L L I S apostrophe S. A new A N A A N E W creation C R E A T I O N, and be sure when you search for it, put Phyllis is a new creation Google podcast. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every soul that heard this message today, and I pray God as they continue to hear this message, if they share it with other people, they would draw even closer to you, Lord Jesus, and allow you to build from within, build them even at a greater level of their most holy faith. And as they draw near to you, God, you will draw near to them and their lives will be indeed transformed. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word. Thank you for the Lord Jesus and his life. Amen. Have a wonderful day.